Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Get Merry podcast episode is brought to you by Merry Body. Get unlimited online yoga, Pilates, and meditation classes from anywhere you are at any time <laughs> you want. And the best thing about Merry Body is that the movement is driven by self acceptance, by self respect, and of course, by love. And, you know, this is really, really a different thing in the fitness industry mm-hmm. because most fitness programs are all about getting the six-pack or losing your mm-hmm. weight. And this can really get you feeling down mm-hmm. in our experience and this is why we created Marybody. Yeah, exactly. So the thing is, the truth is, you're already amazing. Wow. Yeah, just <laughs> as you are right here and right now. What Marybody does is that it brings you home back into the body and it reminds you of just how amazing you really are. <laughs> I kind of stumbled on my words then. Like, I didn't say amazing, right? <laughs> it was just like, just how amazing you are. <laughs> You're so amazing. All right, let's get into today's episode. But if you do want to join us for Merry Body, remember you can grab your first seven days completely free. Head over to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash Merry Body. If you have just an inkling that this might be for you, we encourage you to come and try it all out. Try all the classes you want, all the meditations you want. Join the Facebook group even and just see if you like it. That's all. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the episode. Is episode 262 on the Get Merry podcast. We're so excited to finally be doing this episode. You've heard us talk about this book before. You know we love it. It is, uh, I guess, classified as our Bible uh, <laughs> that we we go back to and it just brings us right home. It is the book by Clarissa Estes, which, oh my gosh. Is that her, her name? name? There's another name. Pinkola. Yeah, we've got to get on this right, sister. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Oh, my gosh. Women Who Run With the Wolves. Like, where do we, how? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where do we even begin? This book, uh, I, I'm, I'm pro- I probably have said on this podcast show at least 100 times that this book is the book that completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. It completely changed my perspective on my life. It helped me reevaluate so much. It helped me see the truth. Uh, It brought me home. It made me believe in myself. Mm. Uh, I come back to it all the time. Whenever I'm feeling lost, I Mm -hmm. come back to this book. This is the book I come back to. I don't like I don't know bloody hell (laughs) it really is a beautiful book and basically um it is a collection let's do a quick little like what Mm. is the book and then we're going to get into our favorite stories from the book um basically it's a collection uh this um, like amazing author Clarissa she's a doctor right I think she's She's a a psychotherapist um and she's a Jungian uh like she studied Carl Jung and so of course we're gonna love her because Carl Jung she talks about Joseph Campbell archetype 
archetypes. This is yeah. like our gem. Like it's about like that bliss, that feeling within. That it's about metaphors yeah. and looking at stories yeah. and fairy tales and myths and mm. legends and knowing that that you know they're not make believe. They're actually metaphors for life in general. Yeah, and so this amazing lady. Not only is she like the most poetic writer that I've oh ever gosh. read. Every sentence I feel like she spent, I don't know how long on, obviously it just comes so natural to her that it just like, it comes out like a poem. But like every sentence I was hanging on like for the next word and I was just like, oh my gosh, it's like magic when you read it. But she tr- she's traveled the world and she's like lived with many different, I lived in many different places, I guess, with different like tribes and groups of people. And cultures. Cultures. And she's picked up all of these stories from all over the world and then she's noticed like the, the similar similarities yeah. in the stories. And also, I mean, the similarities, I don't really get that, but uh, I get, like, uh, the lessons that she gets from all of them. I mean, there's no, different... No, what I mean is, like, one story could be, like, the exact same in that yeah. culture, well, but there it's is, told differently, there's but There's different it's the same versions yeah, of exactly. all the stories. And, I mean, even in the book compared to the audio version, there's even the same stories mm. but slightly different. Mm. So it's like, you know, they – and they all are up for interpretation as well. Like, I mean, we could rewrite these stories yeah. and they – give the same meaning yeah. but we create a, a different feel yeah. a more modern look or something and but uh the idea is like we learn through story yeah so we hear someone tell the story and then we resonate with it we we go oh, i'm that person in that story or i experience that and it helps you better understand like yourself and also the people around yeah. you and what they've been through or what they're going through well how many times did you when you were reading the book i was like oh that's me mm. oh that's mm-hmm. carla mm-hmm. oh that's that friend mm-hmm. oh my gosh this is this friend yeah and it was like each and every story I saw someone, oh, mm-hmm. that's like it, it was all just so like close to mm-hmm. home. And I mean, it's a really thick book. And I know many, you know, I've gifted it to people, mm-hmm. I've lent it to people, and a lot of people struggle reading it. But you and I, Carla, we could not put it down. It was like it was written for me. <laughs> it was, it was like I, like literally, it was. I was so excited to pick up the book yes. and read it and we could not stop mm-hmm. because it was like each page uncovered this hidden mm-hmm. truth that I had shoved down mm-hmm. and reading it was like giving it permission to like let it free yes. and to let me be free. Yes. I think that's what I felt a sense of freedom reading this book. Well, that is literally the overall, uh, I guess, mission of the book. Like you hear her, like, because we've, why we're doing this episode is because we recently both listened to the, yes. the audio, audible audio version. And it's a two hour, like kind of summary of just a few of the stories. It's not all of them. Uh, so what it did, it like, it reignited that, that flame and that like, oh, remember of like, oh my God, we love. And, I mean, really what it is, it's like therapy for women. Mm. Like, this is what it is. It's like she's a therapist Mm -hmm. and this is how she does her therapy, like through stories. And what a beautiful way to kind of like come home Mm. and and heal yourself through your past Mm. with stories. I mean, it's. I feel like it's a much nicer way to do it than many other yeah. options. Yeah, don't throw the truth in my face. Tell me, tell me with a story. Yeah, like, tell me the story behind it. And then, and it makes you feel okay. It makes you feel yeah. like, oh well, if this story is here, mm-hmm. obviously, so many people have experienced yes. that I'm okay. Yeah. Exactly, and it makes it makes you feel less alone. Yeah. I think in in all of it, like oh, like I struggle with that. 
oh, okay, lots of people struggle with that. Yeah. Like, and I know that I can get through it. Like, and I can, I can learn through this and I can, I can, oh, maybe I can try what that person did in the story. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they, they reacted like that or they responded like that. Or it makes you be like, holy moly, I do that. <laughs> and I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. Yeah, like, I didn't know I was living in fantasy land mm. and it was actually me ignoring the truth. Yeah. I didn't know I was a little match girl lighting yeah. the matches and looking at the flame and then yeah. getting warm and then getting cold and then lighting it again. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> and then you die. Yeah, so basically this book is amazing. If you have not read it, you must uh, please even just start with the audio version. Oh, a yeah. A two-hour snapshot. Like you, you can walk, do it. You can do it. It's two hours. That's like two big walks, right? Yes. Put it and in, go for a walk, and just like be one with the story. And I think like be prepared to to have like – some truth uncovered and sometimes it can be quite confronting. Mm. I think, you know, as women, I mean, this book is for women, but men will get a lot from the book too. They'll understand their women friends oh, and men, partners. please read Yeah, it. please read the book. You will understand us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like if you want to understand women, read this book. But I feel like, you know, for us we're very lucky at a very young age. I mean, you were 22, I was 24, we embarked on this journey of, you know, turning our backs on what society told us to do mm-hmm. and doing what we wanted to mm-hmm. do. And really this is the exact thing of a wild woman. Mm-hmm. This is this is a wild woman mm-hmm. doing life as she chooses to do mm-hmm. it, not how mummy and daddy want you mm-hmm. to do it, not how society says, not to tick off some boxes, mm-hmm. not to do the should be's. Mm-hmm. We turned our backs on it on a young age, and I'm not saying our mum and dad were fully supportive, but you know, I'm just it's yeah. a it's a fra- uh, a, a saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were worried. <laughs> they were very worried but for good reason. But you know, like, so I feel like because we did that at a young age, it really helped us kind of like to be connected to the essence of wild, Mm. of our intuition, of our truth. Yeah, and wild isn't like crazy and out of control. Wild is, as Emma said just before, free. Mm. So wild is that freedom. It's that, you know, being gritty, being dirty, being grungy when you want, but then being uh like quiet and being singing songs when you want. Like it's it's doing what you want. Yeah. When you want, and not and not feeling, for someone else, yeah, and not feeling like you're in a cage, yeah, because this is what oh. it is. It's like we're caged, and we are, and whether that ca- whatever that cage looks like, it looks different, it looks very different. Could be like a castle, like really high in the sky, and like a penthouse, you know, top apartment, that kind of thing. But it's being free, out of the cage, feeling like yourself. Feeling mm. like you're being yourself mm. and not doing it for someone else. Yeah. Well, I of really course doing things for other people. You yeah. Want. No. Like I know we've had that discussion too. Like you can do. Things no. For this people. is like uh like you're dressing a certain way yes. to please someone. Yes. You're doing uh, your hair to please someone. Yes. Uh, so I just wanted to go back because I really did like that bit in the audio, like hearing her talk about that. I mean, as women historically, you know, like we look at the the jobs of a woman and it has been to look after the house look Mm -hmm. after the children stay at home housewife like we're talking like 1950s and Mm -hmm. I mean like god look back like like this is this is not what I agree on agree on for now of course but it is historically Mm -hmm. the woman's role and I think you know as we 
are in a time where in Australia we have a lot of opportunity and it's amazing. But, you know, I still see women whose goal it is to kind of like, I just want to marry someone rich. Mm. And I've I've heard that. Like, I, it's the truth. I've heard mm. people say that. Mm. I've heard friends say that. And, I mean, that can be a perfect representation of living in your castle but it is also a cage mm. because you're reliant on someone else's mm. income. Yeah, and I, you might get everything you want. You might get trips overseas. Well, not right now, but you might get trips everywhere. You get all the diamonds mm. you want. You get all the pretty things, but still you don't have that sense of freedom. Mm. And this is what this book is about. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you get that and still have that sense of freedom, like, boom, go you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but, uh, like, check in. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's it's – like this sense of freedom is like food for our soul. Yeah. And let's just go back to that comment that you said if you have if you have both, like you know, <laughs> the everything you want and also the freedom. Take away one, which one would you take away? Like 100% I need my freedom. Exactly. I need it. So the thing is is that all the stuff and all the things doesn't matter. Doesn't, matter, doesn't bring you happiness, doesn't bring you fulfillment, doesn't make you feel like you, doesn't allow you to actually figure out who you are. Wow. That's like huge. Like I hope if you ever feel stuck, like that you don't have enough, that you don't have the right brands, that you don't have the, the new trending furniture in your house, if you ever – let yourself feel worried and sad about this and if it consumes your mind just remember this Mm. like what would you prefer the beautiful stuff or the freedom Mm. Mm -hmm. I think like boom like we all come like I mean we live in a consumer driven world where you walk through the shops and it's Mm -hmm. very easy to to get led down that path of I need this you scroll on your Instagram and your Facebook oh yeah it's everywhere yeah it's everywhere like you (laughs) need this to be accepted Mm -hmm. it's like wait a minute no come home to the truth and this is what this book does it makes Mm -hmm. you realize oh my god none of that matters like absolutely zero Mm -hmm. I could live in you know like the most basic of clothes yeah I don't need any jewelry I don't need any stuff give me food give me shelter give me like my stuff that I love doing yeah, and good company yes. and some music mm-hmm. and, like, just, mm-hmm. like, creativity. Like, that's that's enough, right? Exactly. Like, really, it is. It's not just enough. It, it's all of it. Yeah. You know, like, that is what you, what matters the most. When you reflect on your life, you don't ref- – you don't – I'm not fond of the, of the things that I have. Like, I'm fond of my experiences yeah. and, like, the depth of the experience and the what depth, I learned yeah, the richness. and the conversation and um, the feelings that are evoked when you when you read something, when you look at the sky and you're like, oh. Like, that's what life is about. And, and I mean, that is, it's like, and there's nothing wrong. Like, if you love all the beautiful things, like, yes, beauty is a part mm. of this wild nature. Like, yeah. like go towards. Admiring beauty. Yeah, yes. and, like, and create your beauty. Like, this is, like, very mm. much like what a woman, mm-hmm. creativity, like, this is what we do. We create beauty, mm-hmm. whether that's in your house or on you or, like, mm. the art you create, mm-hmm. the writing you do, the poetry. But don't let the lack of it mm. get you down mm. I mean, it's a different story when it's like we're talking like creating your art and Mm. also like having your stuff. Like that's different, Mm. but it can be one in the same. Yeah. Okay. So this that was that was a quick little summary, right? Quick. Uh, Of the of like what the book kind of I guess the mission of the book. But let's get into our favorite stories because 
Uh, I feel like everyone who reads the book would have like one story that really stays with yeah, them. Yeah, resonates. Like, that all like not not even it's just memorable for, yeah, for some okay. reason. Without, yeah. Sometimes I don't even know the reason. Yeah, true, true. Like, why did I like? Why do I resonate with that one? Why yeah, is that one yeah. stuck in my head? Like, can I? I need to uncover a bit more. Yeah. Um, and it might take you a little while, and that's okay. I think, I think that's the magic of the book too. You read it once, and then you might pick it up, and you open to a chapter, and you read that page again, and you'll take in a little bit more. Yeah. And it's not that you just read it once. It's like it's a book that stays on your shelf, and you constantly pick it up. And yeah. You look at all the the folded uh, pages yeah. that you've done in the past. You're like, why did I fold? That one, yeah. I wonder. Um, so, Emmy, do you have like a favorite? Oh, yeah. Like, I know, I was like, like, I know this answer. Boom. A skeleton Woman, for sure. I mean, I read this book when I had a breakup. Terrible. Ter- horrific Terrible breakup. Time. <laughs> Terrible time in our lives. <laughs> yeah, Carla is a part of it. I feel like, I honestly, am. one day I will, like, I feel like I could write so much on relationships and breakups and, like, and finding yourself and finding the magic within the, the hardship of a breakup. But, yeah, it was a horrific time and I knew I needed this book mm. and mum bought it for me and I was like, okay, I'm just going to read. This is my focus to get me through this. I'm going to read this book. We actually read and did yoga. Yes. That was at the same yeah. time and I have fond memories of yeah. us going to the coffee shop with both of our copies of books, us sitting in the coffee shop, but both of us got the same book out. Like, people must have looked at us like, what are they doing? But, like, 30 minutes before yoga and reading as many pages as we could. And then, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, have you got up to this yeah. bit yet? Like, what page oh, are you up to? Wow. Yeah, I can remember that clear as day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that – so this story, Skeleton Woman, I mean, it's about this woman who is a skeleton. She's at the depths of the ocean, being forgotten about, chucked in the ocean. Uh, she's got like hair coming out of her skull, but she's just bones. And this fisherman is at the surface and he casts his rod, he's fishing, and he like connects onto her rib cage or something. And he's like, oh my God, I have a fish, like reeling it in. He's so excited. Yes, yes. And then like this skeleton head pops up and she's like, like pops out of the water and he's like, what the hell? And he's trying to get rid of her. And then it sh- she comes up more. So it's like she's walking on the water. And then he just like turns the engine on. He's like, boom, like get back into this uh, land. Mm-hmm. And he looks behind and then there's skeleton woman following behind, like she's walking on water. Yeah. And he's like freaking the hell out. He gets gets home and you know she comes in he's like really worried right yeah and then what does he start doing it's like oh he he goes to sleep but he like puts a blanket on yeah. her or something isn't it like a like a fur of an animal yeah i don't know oh, that might be another story oh. and then there's See, they all the, i know and then there's a tear there's a tear is it from her or is it from him oh my god you need to read this story but she turns into like her skin grows back mm. and she turns into this beautiful woman but what it is it's like uh like the right partner, the right man won't drop you in the ocean yeah. because I mean this was this has been my experience mm-hmm. often with men that I get into these relationships and I begin to show the whole me mm. and these men just like poof mm. like dump me, break up with me. Yeah. And I mean like I can look back, I can reflect back and be like, oh yeah, like there were probably signs there that I was ignoring. I was living in fantasy land, yeah. like the little match yeah. girl. And it's like all these stories are like, oh, like I'm learning, mm-hmm. I'm learning. But uh, that story just like got me and it was like, oh, I'm actually just with the wrong men as well because mm-hmm. like that man couldn't handle all of me. Yeah. And th- there's nothing wrong with me. 
like I'm a woman with like dynamics, yeah. like this, and you go deep as deep yes, as the ocean. Like I go, like that's yes, where, you know, that's and where he, she was found yes. in the depths of the ocean, and you have yes. to go deep in order to actually see who the real, yes, the real person was ben- yeah. beneath it all, beneath the surface. Yeah. And I mean, like, how true is that in real mm. life? And you know, the right people, and it's not even in intimate relationships; it's in all yes. kinds. Like yes. the right people will stay around, and they will be there. Mm-hmm. With you mm-hmm. to help you through this this up and downness of mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and I mean that's it. Like the other men were too afraid to go to the depths, yeah. and then you find a man who is prepared to go to the depths with yeah. you, and then it's like two souls go to the depths, yeah. or whatever, and then you come back, and then you're going down again, and and you're there for each yeah. other. I mean, like that story, I was like, it was like. Phew. Wasn't that like the first story? It's like the third or, or the fourth. Yeah, it's and close it was in. I was just like, this is about me. Yeah. I'm skeleton woman and he dropped me in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me about it. You were like, he did this. He dropped me in the ocean. I was like, not up to this bit yet. Like, hold on. Let me read it. But you know, like I think what it showed me. It like it showed me light. Mm. It showed it made me realize I'm not alone. It made you realize also that it's not it's you're not the problem. Yes. Like sometimes I think like you know during a really hard time like especially a breakup you start to kind of like self reflect and be like well what did I do wrong like yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have done that I did this too much or I I I and like it, you know you did everything wrong but also. Actually, no, you didn't. Like you, mm. like you were just showing your real self, and as you said, like the right person will come to the party. Will will support that. Will listen. Will better. Will actually try to understand yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I want to mention, um, as this is like perfect timing, mm. is there was this like perfect part where she said in the audio, and I don't think it was in the book. I don't remember. Yeah, it. I don't remember. It. And she said in relationships, like especially intimate relationships, but I think all relationships really because I can feel this like with me and you, Emmy, like when two people come together, it's not about two becoming one. So it's not about two people meshing together and like, you know, being codependent buddies and like being this one uh, like what is it? Entity. Entity. It's no, when two people come together, they become more. So it's not two becomes one, it's two becomes more and more and more. And it's infinite. And that's the thing, I think, with relationships, especially with women. Like what we can tend to do is we turn our backs on ourselves Mm. and our own passions Mm. because we we meet meet this man and he's so grand and we just want (laughs) to give and give and give. And then we we slowly let our lives and our passions dwindle. And, you know, then there's kids and, oh, my gosh, like, of course, Mm. like you put your stuff to the bottom of the pile but it's most important most important to make sure you dedicate time to the stuff that you love Mm. because you do not want to lose yourself in this relationship Mm -hmm. you do not want to lose yourself in your kids either Mm. i mean you you can still love we can all still love big and support big Mm. of our people Mm -hmm. but still support and love and nurture ourselves yeah and i think um Going back, you know, you might find it could not just be a man; it could be anyone. Like it could be a best friend. And I mean, this is well. all and and, and women and women too. And women, same like, like any relationship; yeah. it could be anything. But I know, like in like especially when you're younger and you like find that new best friend and yeah. you're like they're really cool. Like I want to be like them, and like and then you start like acting like them or dressing like them, and oh that person wears that, I'm mm-hmm. gonna buy that. Like I'm gonna ask mum for that, or I'm gonna ask yeah, my dad yeah. for that because they have that, so I'm gonna be cool. Yeah, it's like I remember like back when I was in year seven 
and I like somehow ended up in like the group that was would have been called the popular group. I somehow ended up there. Um, but <laughs> wrong. wrong. <laughs> I didn't fit in at all because I knew one of the other girls from primary school. Uh, and I was like, oh, just because I didn't really know anyone else. Yeah. I'll go to that group. Like that's the safe group, right? And I was like, oh, they wear those tops. Okay, I'll wear that top tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And like I just, I was so out of like, I felt so odd. And then I found like a really nice group of like the really smart people. Yeah. <laughs> and they would have been called the nerds. And that was where I fit in. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I'm You home. were accepted. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to change what I wore. I didn't have to like yeah. do my hair a certain way to try to like, feel yeah, like. Yeah, it, it gave you permission to be yourself. Mm. And I mean, this is so important. In all relationships, yeah, like to feel accepted. Mm. I mean, this is what why Marybody is driven by acceptance exactly. because this is so important because when we turn our backs on our truth, our intuition, mm. our our essence, mm-hmm. this is when it all becomes a schmuzzle and like mm-hmm. gets messy and and we feel lost or we feel stuck. And I mean, we can all feel that, you know, like when you just like are kind of drifting through life mm. and it's all happening around you, but like you know, you're you no longer feel like the star in your life. Mm-hmm. You no longer feel like you're you're experiencing mm-hmm. it. Almost, you're just kind of there mm-hmm. doing what everyone else is saying to do, or like doing it for other people and not yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think as well in Eat, Pray, Love, she talked about having an appetite for mm-hmm. life, and this is what I see a wild woman like. It, it she's got an appetite, like she's, she's hungry. hungry, and she wants to be like she's hungry to learn. She's hungry to do. She's hungry to to just. Experience. Look, yeah, to look at the sky and yeah. wonder. She's hungry to hang out with her friends and laugh. Yeah, yes. And she doesn't have this. And she uh, cackles. Yeah, <laughs> and she doesn't have this stop sign yeah. saying, like, don't do that. Don't be too loud. Don't yeah. be like that. Don't be too much. Be a good girl. Mm. Like, that no longer exists because, mm-hmm. I mean, we can all reflect back and we have that, don't mm. we? Like, no, g- women do not act like that. Mm. Girls do not act like that. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of intuition, I feel like this can bring us into our next story of. Yeah, what's your story um well I feel like I have I mean I think because it's so fresh in my mind um Mm. Vasilisa oh I love really really has like struck a new chord with me and I remember it from when I read it as well but rehearing it I'm like oh this is such a good one um so basically I'll quickly retell the story in my own words so I know that was quite hard and I was like I was like but I was like Emmy good storytelling skills I was like oh were you proud of me I was like okay good I'm I'm in it I'm yes yeah she's following the man yes I get it she's right I was like floundering at the end and I was like claps for Emmy okay here we go here's my turn let's see how I go all right drum roll I feel like I need some story music like <laughs> okay, uh, that's Lisa. So there's a little girl, uh, and she lives with her stepmom and her two stepdaughters. They don't like her, like typical Hello Cinderella, anyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they don't like her. They make her do all of the work around the house. But the thing is, like, they tell her what to do, and she just goes and does it. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't really have a problem with it. She's like, okay. She's a good girl. She's like, she's like, yep, I'll do that. Okay, all right, I'll please that person. Yes, she's a people pleaser. Uh, and then the stepmom and the stepdaughters, they, they, you know, they conspire how to get, how can we get rid of her? She's so annoying. Like, why does she always do everything we ask her to do? She just doesn't. She has a smile on her face. She's annoying. Um, let's put out the fire so we can then send her in to get more fire into the forest. And surely she's just going to get lost and she's going to, like, perish. Well, we'll she has to get it from Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Yeah. And that she's, like, a scary woman oh, in the forest. 
So they put out the fire and Vasilisa comes in and she's like, oh my God, we run out of fire. Like, what are we going to do? And the stepmom's like, you stupid child. Like, you're going to go get, you're going to go get the coals from Baba Yaga. You're going to go into the forest and you're going to go get the coals. Uh, go on, go. And so she goes, well, okay, I'm going to go get the, I'm going to go get the, the coals. That's what they told me what to do. I'll go do it. So she w- starts walking into the forest and she's going into the dark forest. It's pretty scary. Like it's dark and like it's getting deeper and darker. And she comes to this crossroads, this fork in the road. And she's like, oh my God, like what way do I go? And her mum, her her blood mother, had given her, had left her a doll, a little doll in her pocket. So she put her hand in her pocket. She's like, just holds onto the doll. And suddenly she gets a feeling like, oh, I should go this way. This is the right way. And so she continues to go the way the doll told her to go. And at all of the crossroads, she checks in with the doll and she's like, oh, which way should I go? I'm not really sure. Like, this, this one's a tough decision. Checks in with the doll. The doll tells her, this way, this way. No, it's over here, this way. She keeps listening and she keeps following the doll's guidance and she's following. And then suddenly uh, she sees a light in the distance and it looks like fire. And as she, as she gets closer and closer, soon there becomes a house. As she gets closer, she realizes that there's a fence around the house. And as she gets closer and closer, she realizes the fence is actually made out of spinal cords, spinal columns, human. And on top of each spinal cord is, spinal column, I should say, is a skull. And the skull is burning flames through the eye holes and through the mouth and nose holes and through the ears. So there's this fire around the house. And she's like, oh, my God, this is pretty scary. Like, this is a little, okay. But this must be where the Baba Yaga lives. And so she walks in up to the door and Baba Yaga's there. She's like an old, old woman. She's like quite scary looking. She's like, oh, I need fire. Uh, and the Baba Yaga's like, well, I'm not going to give you fire. Why would I give you fire? Like, why do you need the fire? Why do you think I would give you the fire? And she stumbles and she thinks and she checks in with the doll and she goes, because I asked. And Babio goes, you're lucky because that was the right answer. <laughs> uh, but she says, I'll give you the fire tomorrow. You have to do a task for me tonight, though. You see that pile of dirt over there? In that dirt, there's millions of poppy seeds. There's dirt and poppy seeds all mixed together. By the morning, I want one pile of poppy seeds and one pile of dirt. <laughs> Go on, do it. Do the task. I'll give you the fire tomorrow. And Vasilisa goes over to the pile of dirt and she's like, well, how on earth will I do this? Like, this is intense. Like, there's so much poppy seeds in here. How will I ever do that? She starts to do it, but then she gets more tired and more tired and then she falls asleep. She wakes in the morning and she thinks, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, like, I've forgotten to do the task. Like, she wakes up and she sees two piles, one pile of poppy seeds, one pile of dirt. Baba Yaga comes out and she goes, well, you did it. Good job. Here's your fire. She takes one of the spinal columns with the flames coming out the top with the skull and gives it to Vasilisa. And Vasilisa says, thank you. I'm going to be on my way now. And she goes back to the house. It's been a few days now. Long, long trek. Goes back to the house. Quite proud of herself. She's got the fire like, oh, I did it. Yay. Goes back to the house. She enters the house and, and the, the stepmom and stepdaughter is like, surely that can't be Vasilisa. No, no, no. Like, she must be dead by now. She enters the house with the spinal column and out of the skull, the fire expands and shoots out, burning the stepmom and stepdaughters to cinders. And so what is the story about? The end. Yeah, I know, but, like, what is the meaning? I'm, like, getting... I know! <laughs> I was pausing for drama. Oh, okay. And then we discussed. Um, 
the story is all about following your intuition. Yeah. So the doll was Vasilisa's uh, intuition, even though it was always within her. Like, mm. it's always within her, but she had this doll and it, it felt like the doll was telling her which way to go. But really it was just her own intuition, her inner wisdom mm. that, you know, has been passed down. Yeah. From mother to daughter to mother to daughter to mother to daughter. Yeah, and it, it's us, our job to connect to our intuition. And, I mean, that's you go into the forest mm. to connect to your mm. intuition. Mm. You step out of the picket fence. You step out of the, the house maybe. You go for the adventure mm-hmm. and then you can connect to your intuition. I kind of got that from that story too. Yeah, or you yeah, you go off the beaten track. Yeah. You don't follow someone else's path. Yeah. Like, you know, like with Joseph Campbell. Yeah. Like you enter the forest at a new a new path. Mm. You forge the path mm-hmm. and then you use your own intuition to decide which way to go. Yeah. And I know that we've we've all had moments where we've listened to our intuition and where we haven't listened to our intuition. Yes. And the only way we can really learn what our intuition is is to not listen to it. Yeah, and then reflect and be like, oh, I kind of knew that. I knew that. Maybe that's what my intuition feels like. And I think, you know, this is the whole thing that women have, like, a power to Mm. really deeply connect to our intuition. Like, I mean, this is why we do things like yoga, we dance, we get into our bodies. Mm -hmm. Music helps us too. And when we begin to live lives lacking this stuff this is when we become really disconnected to our Mm -hmm. intuition and if we're always forever giving our decisions to someone else if we're listening to someone else before ourselves and we're relying on their opinions before our own opinions this is when we can really feel disconnected Mm -hmm. and lose total sight of our intuition Mm -hmm. so it's really important to like do this check in every day almost what's the story about with the stepmom and stepdaughters burning to flames i guess it's like i feel like maybe metaphorically they were representing like her like is it was it like her own demons and like following her intuition kind of like killed them yeah and like so maybe like they weren't even really real like maybe they were like the should be's in her own mind yeah so like you should be cleaning you should be doing yeah this. you should Ooh. be doing that go do this. well that's like that is the metaphor for real life yeah, yeah. So, so like, like maybe those represent like, our own yeah because you know like how it ends so suddenly and then they burn to cinders and it's like Oh, they just died? So maybe it's like by following your intuition, you leave that behind. Yeah. You leave that old following of other people's yeah, advice, like you're yeah. saying, and opinions behind. You leave yeah. it behind and you tune into your intuition and they kind of like burn away. Yeah, and I feel like then it also – remember that bit in the book where it's like, you know, women – often will put their passions, you know, like they'll fit it in their spare time. Mm -hmm. So it's like most important, like clean the house, like do Mm -hmm, the cooking. mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, it's midnight. I'm going to do five minutes on my passion (laughs) when I'm really tired. (laughs) And it's like we put the the things we love, we just give it minimal time and we turn our backs on it. So maybe it's like, actually, you know what, like have a messy house and work and just work on your stuff for, for a day. No, it's not the end of the world if you have a messy house for a day. Or like, yeah, and or longer. And um, <laughs> that, yeah, just from you just remind me in the book, it was like beware of when you are sneaking in your passion. Yes, that's what she said, and this really hit me because I remember like sometimes I would like, you know, want to sneak in a little bit of extra work at night, and I'd be like, oh, just sneaking in. Yeah, you know, I just get on my phone and do it. 
And it's like, why am I hiding it? Like, yeah. just do it. Just do like, it. If, if I want to do, do it, do it. it. Oh, and my so, God. And I just, it really resonated with me. And um, it's, you know, what also is a really beautiful thing that this book allows you to do is allows you to explain yourself, like, and how you're feeling to other people as well. Like, I remember that. Um, and I told Joel that. I was like, I feel like I'm sneaking in my work. Like, you know, that I'm not allowed to work. And he was like, oh, that's silly. Like, I don't care. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> and yeah, and sometimes it's just from our, yeah. like, our own our own like rules that we yeah, make exactly. up for ourselves and I mean god the rules of the wolf book like I like they're the good rules like I can't remember them all <laughs> how but, often yeah I know that one and I was like that like oh, I love that so much but maybe we should read a passage from the book yeah let's oh. do it I had it on my phone um, give me give me the um, words of the poem oh this the one magic. was cool this one here no this oh, one, this one. <clears throat> I hope you will go out and let stories that is life happen to you and that you'll work with these stories. Water them with your blood and tears and your laughter until they bloom, till you yourself burst into bloom. Oh, my gosh. So beautiful. And, I mean, that's what it is. It's it's blooming. It's bringing your truth to the external mm. world. It's allowing your heart to open mm-hmm. and doing the things that get you to that and like and laugh mm. and cry and know that you know when we we like use these emotions that are actually our truth mm. like this is a good thing because you're living your honesty you're it's living your truth watering yeah how good it's like the fertilizer yeah and uh, i love that bit where she says you know it's never too late to blossom and i think that this is such a beautiful thing especially for women in like you know sometimes we can feel oh it's too late i've left it too long but any age is a beautiful time to blossom. There's no rules around this. There's, it's never too late to dig a little deeper and find out who you are and what you truly want uh, and follow that. It's never too late at all. And I think that is such a beautiful reminder. Yeah, I also love this one, The Doors. Mm. The doors to the world of the wild self are few but precious. If you have a deep scar, that is a door. If you have an old, old story... That is a door. If you love the sky and the water so much you almost cannot bear it, that is a door. If you yearn for a deeper life, a full life, a sane life, that is a door. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, this is, I mean, you know, we were just reading this and it was like, oh, my God. I told you it was poetry. Like, someone has written what the feeling, like, that feeling, like, Mm. in those words, that feeling, that is the magic of Mm, life. mm -hmm. When you are with someone in a conversation, when you're looking at the sky, at the beach, in nature, whatever it is, when you're dancing, when you're Mm -hmm. just being free, that feeling, that is what life is Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the magic. Like, that's the goal, right, Mm. To, to have these these bursts of beauty and richness in our experiences. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. Can we talk about oh, another story? Yeah. Um, because I think this is a really good one, uh, Bluebeard, because I oh also want to talk God. about the predator. Um, and I think that this is such a, a really cool – not cool, but uh, it was like – it was really like kind of – interesting to me like when she talked about the predator of like a predator role in your life of where like you know it's someone who is kind of out to like bring you down or like Mm. out to kind of get you uh and they can come in all forms but I really I was like when she started talking about you know if you have dreams where you see dark figures like Mm. and like that's kind of scary Mm. like you probably have a predator in your life and I was like oh my god 
what? And so, like, that was really cool because like, I, I, I mean, we always talk about our dreams, right? Yeah. And when I read that in the book, I was like, oh, is there any predators in my life? <laughs> well, I think I read that story and I was like, I could clearly think back to people who were predators, mm. like like even in relationships. Like yeah. I was like, oh, yep, like I was with that predator for like six years. <laughs> and um, I think even now, I mean, like, you know, when we meet people yeah, yeah. and we notice like either uh, like what they might say or how they might act or what they might do, we're real. like we can tune into our intuition and be like, <gasps> predator. Yeah, you just and feel we can it. just we can just kind of step away from them, and we don't need to be close with them because we know, oh, that's not the kind of person we want to be around. So Bluebeard is an interesting one, and I think this kind of falls into the whole like you know should be like marry the man, like mm. marry the the rich and the person mm. with the castle. Mm. Uh, so there's a story. One of a, a girl gets married to Bluebeard, like she's set to be married. Uh, so he invites her to the castle to come and like spend, you know, a few weeks. And he goes away, and he said, "Here, here's the keys to the castle. Every single door, many, many doors, many different things you can open. You can open every single one of these doors. You can have it all, except this one, this tiny little key." And he said, "You know, invite your sisters over. Like they can come and stay with you." So two of the sisters come over, and you know they they're coming over and like, "Oh, what what's around here in the castle? You know, can we go have a little look?" And she's like, "Yeah, I can open all the doors except this one." And of course, what did they want to do? Open the door. <laughs> it's like you tell me what I can't do. I'm gonna do that. And they go around. They try every single door, trying to find which door fits this key. Mm. And they take a long, long time. But they finally find it in the in the cellar, the the deep dark cellar. And they open the Wait, door. Before you get to this. Let's talk about Bluebeard because Bluebeard was this big affluent, like amazing oh, yeah. person. He had everything and he was definitely the guy you want to marry, right? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Like on the surface, like, he's like, the perfect. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Ticked all the boxes. Just just wanted to He could that. give you everything exactly. you wanted. Anything you wanted, he'll get it for you. Okay, he'll buy it for you. So they put the key in. It's a tiny little key in a small door and then it just clicks. And, you know, like they had been trying to find the door. For days. So it was like, <gasps> like, oh, my God, we finally found it. They creak open the door. They shine a torch in there and they see bones and skulls and, like, all the hidden darkness. And these were the bones of the previous wives of Bluebeard. Oh, she's got <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. And then, of course, Bluebeard comes home. But the key. Oh, yes. The key. She looks down, she looks at, the down at the key. Yeah. And the key is bleeding with blood. Yeah. It's bleeding with blood. So she slams that little door shut. She relocks it and she goes, you know, she tries to wash the key off and she's washing, washing, washing. But the blood, keeps, the blood coming. keeps coming back and she takes it into the into the town. She, please, please, can you clean this key? Like, can you, to the magician? And he said, no, 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 I cannot. Like, this is impossible. So then Bluebeard comes back. She puts the little key in the pocket, yeah. in her pocket. Bluebeard comes back. And he says, can I have my keys? She gives him the the pile of keys. Where's the little key? He looks down and she's wearing a white dress and the blood is seeping through the dress. Give me the key. She gives the key. 
And, like, obviously Bluebeard is, like, ferocious. It's like he's a new man. <laughs> he's a different he's, man. But he's a new man. He's the real man. He's the, real he's the predator yeah. that was always there. But he was he was covered Hidden. by this this affluence. The this sad. Yeah, the surface. The mask. And maybe she, if she had have connected to her intuition, she would have seen it. Oh, but God. she didn't. She was doing what the should be said. Mm. She was looking at the external yes. instead of the deepness. Mm. And so lucky for this girl though the sisters and the brothers they all come <laughs> just in time to slay Bluebeard <laughs> and they save her oh yeah, my god happy ending not for Bluebeard but for the girl well maybe that was good though but yeah so I mean this is I think you know again as women and young women especially mm. we can meet men meet partners I should say women women and men and they might not be the right ones for us mm. and they could be a predatory figure who kind of want to come and just dominate and, you know, like Control. be really controlling of this person's mm. life. And, and lock you in the castle. Yeah, yes. And, you know, give you everything. Accept your freedom. Yes. Mm. And, I mean, like, how many stories, how many fairy tales are this? We're going to Rapunzel. Like, there's yeah. another story. Locker in the tower. Or, like, the bloody story that's like, oh, she taketh apple and it's poisonous. Ah. And then who comes and saves her? Prince Charming. Prince Charming. And, I mean, like, this is, like, this is why so many of the fairy tales, like the modern ones or more modern ones, mm. like they've been changed and they create more issues. But it's when we go back to these like especially Eastern European mm. stories and like they go back to generations mm. generations and these are the real gritty stories yeah. that tell the truth. Yeah, well, the thing is so many of like – and she talks about how the fairy tales have changed over time yes. and they've taken out like the depths and they've taken out the darkness and they've taken out the grit and the death and all of this. And they've changed you know like that the wolf figure even and the bears like these people these animals are dangerous mm. but actually this is the wild essence yes. and and women are like wolves yes. like but now in these fairy tales they're the evil ones yeah, so interesting oh my gosh so speaking of life and death i think this is a beautiful way to end yeah uh because this this um you know three words within the book like really hit home for us mm. and it's something we often bring back into our lives as a reminder of why something might be happening or, you know, we see like a beautiful new beginning or maybe an ending and we're like, oh, yeah. And the three words are life, death, life. Mm. And it's all about the rebirth mm. and also the letting go mm. of. Uh, I mean, a perfect example would be a relationship, mm -hmm. the death of a relationship. Mm -hmm. You must let go and then wait for the rebirth, mm. wait for the life. Yeah, and it's a never-ending cycle. That's why it's not just life and death. It's life, death, life. So you know that after the death that there's life after. It's almost like we just have to surrender and have the belief that in the death will soon become the life. And it's like with darkness, like, you know, the darkest night, always has a star in the sky mm -hmm. even if there are clouds covering it all suddenly mm -hmm. the clouds open and you find that patch of light it's that reminder and I think when you're going through something really hard and something that feels like a death like feels like an ending feels like a door feels like a block an obstacle you can come back to this oh life death life oh. yeah there was actually a passage I just saw about this so maybe we can read it out I'll find it um 
such an easy uh, little thing to remember as well. You know, sometimes marches yeah, can be hard yeah, to remember. Yeah, but life death life. life. Yeah. Sometimes the one who is running from the life death life nature insists on thinking of love as a boon only. Yet love in its fullest form is a series of deaths and rebirths. We let go of one phase, one aspect of love, and enter another. Passion dies and is brought back. Pain is chased away and and surfaces another time. To love means to embrace and at the same time to withstand many endings and many, many beginnings, all in the same relationship. And, you know, this is with other people. It's with our work we do. It's with yourself. It's with yourself, yeah. It's like, the oh, death that, of that old version. Yeah, yeah, that aspect of me, that who I used to be is is gone now. Let's embrace the new me. And, mm. I, I mean, this even comes with age and mm. as our bodies change. Mm. But, you know, we have, we're in this society that wants to stay connected to the youth, mm. but we must let go of our youth. To fully embrace our present. It's like mm. this is a beautiful thing. It's like it's embracing reality mm. instead of trying to resurrect the past. It's like let's just mm. be here and be now. And, you know, we can have fond memories and we can be like, oh, like that was then mm. and now this is now and this is going to be the future. It's yeah. like it's just fully embracing the ups and downs. And I think that's such an important thing as well to remember, like, well, you know, think of the the wiser women in your mm. life. Like, how much have you learned from them? And this is the thing. Like, we learn from other, you know, women who are older than us and other figures who are older than us because they've experienced more. And you learn. You're like, oh, my God. Like, wow, I never looked at it that way. And then you're learning and you're going to be that person for someone else. And, like, we, if we hold on to the past, then we stop that cycle of, like, the women standing on women's shoulders standing yeah. again and again and well, again. Well, that's what, I mean, I even like the bit where she talks about, uh, you know, women and stages in their lives and there is the wise woman, but mm. the wise woman can actually be young. Yeah. And the older woman can sometimes be that, I can't remember all the, the maiden or, like, the, you know, the too good mother or yeah. whatever. She had all these terms, but it's not actually an age thing. Mm-hmm. It's a connected to your intuition mm. thing because, True. you know, we can learn a story. True. And we can ignore it. Mm -hmm. And I know I've done that Mm -hmm. before. Like I've learned something and then I had to learn it again. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, okay, I think I understand now. (laughs) And I won't make that mistake again. I will listen to me and my truth and my uh, intuition. Mm. So it's like... Like, find the wise women mm. and look to them for guidance and then be the wise women for someone else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think this is what we always say. Like, we owe so much to the historical women in, in our lives, the the women who who fought for equality, mm. the women who, who are still fighting. Who st- and exactly. And it's like, th- and that's why we must continue this because yeah. it isn't, so it isn't equal yet. Yeah. And I mean, we it owe it. over. <laughs> and I mean, we owe it to these women who lost their lives. I mean, I'm like talking like way back, like, mm-hmm. you know, when when it was like, no, your job is to just literally be mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is reality. It's like, yeah, we have more freedom now, but we mm-hmm. can't ignore the past because mm-hmm. the past teaches us about the mm-hmm. present mm-hmm. and helps us to progress even further. So true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, this book. You know, we could go on and on. There's so many more stories that we haven't even talked about. Uh, But we're not going to spoil it all for you. You have to read it and you have to learn from the stories yourself and notice yourself in them. Notice your friends in them. Notice your family in them. It's such a powerful book. I think if you are struggling 
to read it, then I would recommend uh, having it just on your coffee table or your bookshelf and just opening up to a chapter. Mm. You don't actually have to read it from back to front. No. It could be that you read story by story um, Mm. and don't look at it, you know, like ending a book. I think sometimes we can get so overwhelmed when it's a big book and be like, I'm so far away from the end. But look at that as a beautiful thing. You're so far away from the end. There's so much more to take in. Oh, my gosh. Like, honestly... If there's one book that has made the most impact mm. on my life, it is this book. And, and I mean, there's been many other books that have had such a great impact, but this one is the one. I think this one is the one because it is, it's so important. Yeah. You know, Think and Grow Rich, oh, great book. But like, yeah. I would, I want to learn, I would prefer, I would choose this book over that. Well, <laughs> I mean, this book opens the door to everything Mm, mm. i like it just it's like it's like a key it it is like a a magical key that unlocks and so much it just goes deeper it goes you know other other books that we love like you know the surrender experiment Mm. beautiful book amazing book but this goes deeper yeah it's really yeah (laughs) it gets you i mean it connects to your soul like the depths of your soul not not your soul but like your blood and your bones and your skin and your hair and like all of it like oh it's just so good (laughs) it's so good okay you must go download it go buy it (laughs) if you do read it if you do tune in to the audiobook please let us know let us know your favorite story we want to hear from you and what you got away from it um got from it we had so much fun uh re telling our favorite stories as best as we could um (laughs) yeah it's quite difficult actually telling stories and I mean I think that's why I also love it because she's such an amazing storyteller and she comes from like a family of storytellers and then it's like oh my gosh like people have jobs that are storytellers like how cool is that yeah Ah! and it is an art it is art oh golly oh this has been so much fun have the best day and we will see you super soon next week Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.